0: We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Tommy, good afternoon to you, sir. It is good to see you. It is good to be back online. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, Scott. How are you? Awesome, man! Um, heck of a week, huh? Just uh, it's it was it was nuts, but it's <laughs> I'm so glad it's over, and hopefully that is uh, the end of it.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit of an understatement. We uh, we definitely went dark for a little while there, literally and figuratively, and uh, it's nice to be back.
0: Yeah, if you guys heard our last podcast, that was a trip down memory lane with one of our first early adopters of the Omad lifestyle um candace just an incredible episode if you didn't listen to it because it wasn't the standard format that you're not used to tommy and i bantering back and forth i encourage you to go back and listen to it Um, but we are back on track we are alive and well we are safe and sound power is on i should say heat is restored but it's going to be like 70 tomorrow so we don't need heat anymore because welcome to South, south texas um did not think we'd have a snowpocalypse um you know after the most recent uh, craziness we've had with weather, but, um, you know, past couple of years, you had double hurricane. We've had 50 inches of rain, historic storms. So hopefully, you know, things come in threes. So we've had our, we've had our three, um, and now we can move (laughs) on and just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to move farther South. I really like this area, but I really hate the cold too.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's been interesting, but, uh, ready to get back on track here. And, uh, and, you know, it, it was interesting, though, to go through that. And, um, you know, just just in case you don't know, uh, we had a, a few days there of just power outages and rolling blackouts and extreme weather events. And um, it was it was interesting because I hadn't been through anything quite like that, at least from the cold aspect, uh, having been in Texas you know, most of my life. Um, and I, I learned a few things, and, and I, I think that's where that's where some of this this conversation is going to come from today, too. Right.
0: Yeah. And if you're new to the podcast, um, you can always go to our website, download the fast start guide. Um, We ask for your email, we'll zip it over to your inbox. Um, If you're looking for the basics of what we believe when it comes to fasting, and what breaks a fast and all those little questions um, that kind of, um, you know, come come up in the beginning, or if you're new to fasting, or if you've fasted before, and then kind of gotten away from it. So you can always go uh, to our website, download the fast Star guide, you can go back and listen to some of the previous episodes where we talk about the specific topics. And then we also have our rapidly growing uh, fasting for life community group on Facebook, where you can go and post questions as well. It's a really cool new community. Um, and we're in there monitoring it. And we have a, a moderator, Casey, shout out to you who's doing a great job. So just different ways you can engage with us. Um, and for tonight, uh, for today, Tommy, I really want to take what you just set up, is that conversation of having these realizations while going through a period where you don't have control? You don't have control of the outside world. You don't have control of where you can go. You don't have control of simply being able to turn the heat on and making sure that your kids are warm for the night, right? So um, there's a yeah. lot there's a lot to unpack there. And then we want to make sure that we land the plane with some really cool research um, that's come out with uh, with a systemic review of 27 different studies uh, that look at intermittent fasting and kind of talk through some of the benefits that really um, matter to us and things that we found interesting. But to get back to your conversation starter, Tommy, um, it was cool to see that in the midst of a period of, you know, where things were out of a major period of where things were out of our control. Um, one thing I didn't ever really have to worry about was eating. And I know that sounds really odd and kind of simplistic, um, but I know you have a couple <laughs> of conversations and stories that you've had. And then we can also relate this to kind of, you know, the last year, if you guys are in Australia, you're listening from Europe. If you're in the United States, you know, Texas differs from California, which differs from New England, which differs from you know South Dakota, and kind of how we've been, right. been dealing with the chaos and the roller coaster of 2020. So, um, I think it's going to be a good conversation.
1: Yeah, I, I I feel like what we just went through with with just some you know three days worth of of no power, no heat, um, you know groceries at risk. Um, not weren't really sure where to get more food if you actually you know did need some. Um, kind of just put a point to you know what's been happening over the last year or so with with some of those pieces of control um, kind of. You know, being taken away or or put on pause here and there, where there's been a lot of question marks. You know, for a lot of us, some people, um, you know, working from home now, or or not really sure. You know, when they'll they'll have their next you know big social gathering, or you know things like that. Like uh, there's just a lot of things that are a little abnormal um, over the last year or so that that have been relatively stable. Well, you know, it, just those those last few days, last week. Um, you know, we had it we somehow. Had a level of, it
0: somehow ramped it up. Like, it's like, yeah, we've had all this stuff. Like we're working from home more. We're not able to go to the gym in certain areas. Heck, my wife's dad lives in the Philippines and they need a pass just to like leave their street. Right. (laughs) Right. So like, and then we're here in the States in Texas. And all of a sudden it's like, nope, can't go anywhere. Roads are iced. You have no power. And oh, by the way, we don't know when it's coming back on.
1: Yeah. All, All of a sudden, like grocery stores are done. You know, they're, they're all shut down pretty much, or they had a, a line around the block, you know, where they did a, a midnight let in one, one or two people at a time, you know, but there's hundreds of people lined up. It was just, it got weird, you know, just all of a sudden. And, you know, at at the same time, just like you said, like, I didn't, I didn't have to worry about when I was going to eat my next meal. Like I was, I was concerned, especially for the kids, you know, like, okay, what groceries do we have on hand? Let's keep the groceries we have good, you know, which we actually just take, took them and put them right outside on the back porch. Um, because it was you know 15 degrees outside, um, negative but, 10 you know, wind didn't know chill.
0: When... I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, but I didn't know when the fridge was coming back on, which is weird. Like I I've never had that thought ever. I've never had that concern, and I, I know a lot of people have. But you know, just just not being worried about where my next meal was coming from is not something I could have said two years ago. I, I would have been freaked out, you know, four or five hours later, not. It, not, not like just sitting in the calm, cool and collected seat. And it's interesting.
0: Cause we have some, some friends, some mentors, some colleagues up North of the border in California, <clears throat> excuse me, in Canada, uh, big difference. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one point last <laughs> week where um it, uh, it was like negative 34 degrees in one of the provinces. And then one of oh, our right. colleagues in Puerto Rico was like, Hey, it's 84 degrees here today. It's like 140 degree difference or something crazy. So all the people up there are probably looking at us going, you got two inches of snow, you got one, you know, one tiny little ice storm, like, come on. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But it's hard to winterize stuff in Texas that's not meant to be winterized. Like, yeah, you know, there's people way worse off than us. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, having, you know, a pipe burst and there's been tons and hundreds of stories where pipes have burst and water's coming through the ceiling and, Mm -hmm. you know, as we pivoted and we got our kids out of the house and got them to my aunt's house, which had a fireplace and, you know, it was a smaller footprint to heat. And, um, they had, they had power. They had rolling outages where we just had outages, right. Like ours just wasn't coming back on. And I came back and stayed with the dogs and made a little pop-up tent and, you know, made it work, but you know, it allowed me to take my focus and we're going to land the plane here and relate it back to day to day life and fasting. But it allowed me to take my focus from all of the worry of like, OK, OK, I have to worry about when I'm going to eat and when the next meal is coming. And it was really just like, OK, I'm shoveling snow into Ziploc bags to make sure that we don't lose the food. So then I can bring the food to my family. And it, then the next thing was, OK, my toilets froze. OK, well, how am I going to fix that? OK, well, now I'm up right. in the attic checking to see if there's snow in the rafters and going to potentially plug any of those holes. And then when the power did come on, it was making sure the space heaters were on the right pipes and making sure the stuff outside and making sure the dogs were fine. And so it was like this rolling continual like pivot, this change, this the next day was something different where it was, okay, well now we have a water boil in effect. Well, what the heck is that? I've never experienced that before. So it just was like, I never had to worry about anything, but making sure that I could handle the next, curveball that was coming and i think that's the parallel to the previous year and then we can relate this back to your day-to-day life in terms of your health your decisions your your weight loss your weight gain whatever it is there's a parallel there that hopefully we can kind of construct
1: yeah because you know all those things that you just listed um i i I felt the same way in in the moment it was interesting because we we really couldn't communicate we didn't you know uh, most of the time we didn't have cell phone service let alone no cell data. Or anything else right what right yeah so you know couldn't couldn't hardly send a text back and forth um but you know it, when you know we we kind of caught up after the fact and and realized we we're, we're going through the same thing and having the same thoughts but you know i i put myself back in the same situation or or rewind a couple of years and i wouldn't have been able to deal with a lot of those things and the same strategic kind of like results oriented let's let's fix it and get to the next problem kind of mindset if 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 i was worried about you know the the very next meal or you just you know those those rolling kind of hunger pangs that you know it, it it may take a few hours to to kind of get past that but if you've never if you've never done that never done an extended pat uh extended fast it it can be hard to see what what that should look like and and how you're going to get through the next few hours, let alone the next right. couple of days, if you're not sure where it's coming from.
0: Yeah. And someone might be sitting here thinking you're really going to compare like a, a national emergency where like you've lost an entire power grid for one of the most energy independent states in the country to fasting. Well, right. yeah, we are. So I know you were you were having a conversation with a friend or coworker or someone that lives more out in the country and you, you yeah you elaborated or uh, eloquently explained like the difference that you've seen in this person, you know, over the months to years or whatever it has been. And it was just another cool perspective of like, yeah, I got this. I've got control in an uncontrollable environment. I have control over one thing and it's, it's literally me and what I'm going to eat. And if I have to worry about that for me as an individual.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and she's, she's probably lost, you know, I don't know, 40, 50 pounds, um, in the last few years, you know, using fasting. And what, what I, what I realized is when I saw her, I asked her, you know, how, how she was kind of doing through it. And then how everyone around her was, was doing with it. And she said that they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off because they're not sure, you know, which grocery store or which fast food restaurant was going to be open. And they, they Oh my God, the
0: fast food restaurants, Tommy, I saw people like, like, 70, 80 cars down the road Yeah, waiting in line.
1: Yep. I saw it too. I saw it. And, you know, Sorry. A, I just forgot through. about
0: that until you just said it.
1: Yeah. They, I mean, and you were battling through, you know, just, just some snow and ice, but you know, mostly blackouts. You couldn't see anything till you, till you got to, you know, particular places that just happened to be open, but yeah, just lines around the block. And, and what I was thinking was, I mean, how bad do you want a hamburger? Like are you willing to wait two or three hours? Like you must be really feeling it that that you need it that bad. And so and and she said everyone was, you know, just running around like like crazy around her, just kind of but kind of paralyzed, but because they didn't know exactly, you know, where where they were going to get that 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 value meal or or you know their their grocery store when it was going to open. And 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 she said, okay, well, you know, I got this. I've, I've gone five or six days without eating before I've done a longer fast. Um, I'm good. Like, give me the projects. And then, you know, she was, she was feeling good. Her energy was up. She was with clear focus, no, no brain fog. And she felt like she was operating at a whole different level from everyone around her and, and just, you know, not, not being worried about the same things that they were. So uh, when, when she said that, I, I kind of realized, I, I've been operating the same way, you know, uh, without that, that kind of mental roadblock. And here's one of the cool things is like, you
0: know, with the, the worldwide issues and the pandemic and all the stuff that we don't typically talk a lot about, we, we focus on what we can control. And that's kind of, you know, one of our family values as well is control what you can control. And one of the easiest things you can control is, <clears throat> um, you know, it, I should say it this way fasting is one of the most sustainable ways in which you're able to control and build a healthy lifestyle, regardless it's adaptable, regardless of any of the curveballs that the outside world might throw at you. So yeah, to kind of parallel this and bring this into how does this apply? This is a fasting podcast, right? How does this apply to fasting? How does this (laughs) apply to my day to day life? How does this apply to my weight loss journey? Well, um, it really is and we talk about this one of the easiest ways that you can reclaim control of something simple that's close to you that you have 100% control over and i'm going to say mm-hmm. this so i'll be the bad cop for a minute um and hopefully you can you can bring me back is that you know looking at this situation or looking at the previous year of what we've just gone through or comparing it to you know um you know sitting in the in the fast food line maybe people just want to get out of the house or maybe they had they had kids that they had no food in the house or Maybe there was an extending circumstance, but we were talking like 48 hours of power loss, maybe a little bit longer. So nothing too crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. So my thought is next time, the next time, so going through something like this or going through the previous year of stuff and control and loss of control and all this stuff that changes that we've had to go through as a society is the next time the cookie calls to you from the pantry or the next time you think like, oh man, I'm just so hungry. I need to eat. Like really? Really comparing it to all of the other stuff that you've been through, um, over the last year, like that is such a small minuscule problem in the greater scheme of things. So my encouragement coming out of that would be, if you have the, the direction and the desire to make a change, nothing should stand in your way. Um, if you want to kind of reframe it in the light of the things that you've been able to achieve over the last 12 months when curveballs have been thrown at you.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. What I heard was what used to feel like an elephant of a problem is maybe more like a mosquito of a problem, but sometimes it it takes going through something a little tougher and right. understanding your own your own sense of power and control that you have in order to see it like from, from that particular lens. Right. 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 Hey, y'all wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible
0: story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code, uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night. we are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. And it's it's um, you know, there's there's been a lot of, you know, uh other side effects of what, you know, of of everything that's been going on in the world since last spring. And um, you know, you know, people not being able to see loved ones and you know, the the just all this other emotional stuff that comes with it. And if we're able to get through that, then this whole like losing 20 pounds thing shouldn't be that difficult, right? Like, right. and we want to empower you to know that the fasting benefits and the science on of fasting is really starting to ramp up. Like, you know, 10 years ago, fasting has been around forever, right? It's tried and true. It's been around for ages. You know, yeah. um, periods of feasting, periods of fasting, periods of feasting, periods of famine. Like our body is equipped to adapt and equipped to be able to handle those periods where food is not abundant. We want to take that and apply it to a situation where you can get great results by combining, um, you know, your, your desire to want to lose the weight or change your health and combining that simply with just putting intermittent fasting into your day-to-day and just staying consistent with it. And that's why I love this, um, study that was published in February of 2020, where it's the research article that um, reviews um, 27 different trials. And in these trials, you know, there's all different variations, randomized trials, nine trials comparing weight after IVF to baseline studies were short duration, two to 26 weeks, 10 to 224, 244 participants, couple that were of a year duration protocols varied five studies specifically, you know, uh, including patients with type two diabetes. But the overall consensus of giving you back control is that intermittent fasting is that piece that missing piece for a lot of you. And it just hasn't been consistent enough. And hopefully some of these these highlights that you and I really love Tommy, will give some people out there. One with the framework that we just talked through of, of having the ability to realize that you've done some tough stuff in the last 12 to 14 months and that you're, you're Mm -hmm. going to be able to lose that 20 pounds and intermittent fasting hopefully is going to be the tool to get you there.
1: Yeah. And what I heard you mention a couple of times there is, is the simplicity with, with the control. Like you have all the tools you need to implement an intermittent fasting lifestyle to get you to those goals, those health goals, those, those weight loss goals, you know, because if, if you think about it, just during a short power outage, like there was no supplement shop, there was no, all the gyms were closed, even the grocery right. stores were closed, like, uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't get cellular data either. So if I needed to track all my macros, all those were, all those were out, all, all of, all of my, yeah, apps you know, who, out, you know, right?
0: who tracked still my wife.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure she figured out a way, right? She probably did pen and paper there for a minute if she needed to, <laughs> and you know that that's good. Like she's committed to it. I love that. But you know, it, it's the the ability to be able to keep things simple, even in the face of adversity, whatever yeah. challenges are coming up or being thrown thrown in your way is 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 such a cool thing. And then, and you know, the other thing you you mentioned there was consistency, keeping it consistent. Because I mean, we hear from a lot of people who say. Well, I've done some intermittent fasting in the past. I've done some 16 hour fasts and and I've, I've dabbled with some OMAD and things like that, but never really you know saw the results stick. But I, I think that's such a huge point is just that consistency, because adapting intermittent fasting as a lifestyle is very different from just trying a 16 hour fast or a 20 hour fast here and there and then not really seeing magic happen immediately. Well, you know, big things take time, but at the yeah. same time, that can get the ball rolling that just needs some consistency to keep it going. And that also speaks to the whole diet mentality in the diet world where
0: you're going to try something. You're going to do something for 60 or 90 days where we talk about the insulin friendly lifestyle and the fasting lifestyle. Like this is something that I'm always going to do. I feel better. I have better energy. My weight's maintained. Um, Like I'm happier. My wife loves me more because I'm less angry all the time. Like all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I I, I handle the kids better. Like a better dad, like all that stuff comes from that, that lifestyle. And some of the cool stuff that came out of this review was there was a weight loss anywhere from point eight to 13% across all the studies. Um, they, uh, weight loss occurred regardless of, and I know you're going to go into this a little more detail, uh, of changes in overall caloric intake, um, Mm -hmm. body mass indexes decreased by 4.3%. Uh, symptoms such as hunger remained stable or decreased, and there were no adverse events reported. So, while IF is moderately successful for weight loss, it also shows other promising things. And we've talked a lot about different research things on our podcast. It shows promise for improving glycemic control, um, which is you know one of the main issues that can relate to uh, be directly related to weight loss resistance, insulin resistance, and things like diabetes which we know right. is, is a, you know, rapidly, just like our waist size in this country is a rapidly growing problem. Um, and then you have all of those other, you know, health, um, issues that come along with having the excess weight and the blood sugar related issues. So just a really cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: overview. And then I know we want to hit a couple of the highlights and then kind of land the plane with some action steps.
1: Well, I, I love the the results table, um, on this, on this study as well, because what you can see there is, focusing on specific patient populations um so one of which was um, type 2 diabetes and just the fact that um, the results were showing that intermittent fasting is more effective than caloric restriction for weight loss and glycemic control in those type 2 diabetics and and that's exactly what we'd expect as well because when when you've reached the point of type 2 diabetes that means your your insulin uh, resistance is so high that you um, you're, you're essentially, you're, you're, you're almost non-responsive, you know, you're, you're getting to a point of, of non-responsiveness in your insulin, uh, receptors. So, um, the weight loss becomes more and more difficult at that point, as you get further and further down the line from pre-diabetes to type two diabetes. And then, um, obviously it can, it can continue to get worse over time there as well, but intermittent fasting was more effective than caloric restriction for the weight loss in, in those patients, which, uh, that's, that's, that's a huge, uh, outcome right there.
0: Yeah. And it's some of these, <clears throat> excuse me, some of these studies will show, um, you know, IF is effective for weight loss with a high fat or low fat diet composition. So there's flexibility in there. weight loss and maintenance is similar in intermittent fasting and caloric restriction. Weight loss and maintenance mm-hmm. are similar, um, across different different metrics. Um, one of the other ones that I was, that I like was, uh, intermittent fasting with a high protein diet is effective for weight loss with low risk of re weight regain. Intermittent fasting promotes weight loss yeah. and weight maintenance, similar to calorie restriction. So for me, the calorie restriction never worked and never took into that, that hormonal imbalance where you're, you had yeah. that resistance, which was not allowing you to lose the weight like everybody else. So there's a lot of similarities here, but there's also a lot of flexibility in making this lifestyle fit your life specifically. So we talk about um, getting control, but there's also the ability to really fit anything that you prefer, however you prefer to live your life, vegan, carb, protein, carnivore, whole 30, low carb, high fat, high carb, low fat, whatever it is, like you can make fasting, get results for you, and that's one of the biggest takeaways for me with this 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 review is that like, uh, for us, the easiest way to get caloric restriction and simplify your life is to omit the constant feeding, the constant food, the constant decision making right. that comes ar- along with it. Some of mm-hmm. the coolest things that we hear in our challenges, and by the way, we have another ten uh, day challenge coming up on March eighteenth. Yeah. Um. So just a few short weeks away. But one of the coolest things is people are like, I get to wake up in the morning and like not have to think like I can just go throughout my day and not have to worry about it. And it's just so freeing.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, just that, I mean, just the ability to, to tackle other things and think about other priorities when normally it would have just been, okay, it's been a couple hours. What, what's the next meal? Who am I going to get together with? Or or what am I going to actually sit down? What am I going to pack for, for food tomorrow for lunch? Um, Etc. I mean, the list goes on. We can we can spend a good portion of our day thinking about the next meal or a few meals later, uh, versus having all of that that time and focus and energy to to um, you know direct towards other things. You know, one of the other results from the study that I wanted to mention too um, was combining calorie restriction and intermittent fasting being more effective for weight loss than either alone, which I think is a Ooh. is a really is a really big one because. That, that's one that keeps a lot of people from, from really kind of hitting the gas when they first get started with intermittent fasting, I think, because there's, there's a big fear and concern that, that uh, most of us have, have kind of heard um, about getting all of our calories in and making sure that we're, we're like fueling the metabolic fire. We don't wanna, We don't want the metabolism to die, you know, that kind of thing. And so, you know, sometimes just having one meal a day, just starting there, which which we know is is a powerful method. Um, but just the fact that you may not be getting all of those calories in within that one meal each day. That's that's part of the effectiveness of a one meal a day system. But right now we have we have some research to back up combining combining the calorie restriction with the intermittent fasting is more effective than than either of them um, alone. So I, I I think that's that's really important to know. Yeah. And I,
0: it's, it's interesting because we, we continue to have this conversation and, you know, one of the flaws in having to <clears throat> record a intro to a old recorded um, interview or testimonial uh, with one of our early adopters sitting in the dark, running off of battery power in my kitchen last week is that we want these mm-hmm. podcasts and these conversations to be like real time and as conversational as possible so, um, you know, this is one of the things that we is one of the post challenge questions like, okay, well, what do I do now? Well, if you want to continually, you know, have some aggressive fat loss and stick with a more aggressive fasting plan, OMAD or greater, if you're more of the maintenance and you want to do kind of the low and slow, you've got the opportunity to, to just simply skip one meal a day. And right there, as long as you don't go open feeding season during your feet, your window, let's say you're eating from four to 8 PM then you're going to be setting yourself up for success in the most simplistic way that we can find without having to do all the other tracking and things that, that my wife actually succeeds with. But she's, she's a a small subset. She's not, she's not the main, the mainstay or the norm, I should say. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, I really like the, the um, outcome that never mind are we going to put this in simply and give yourself a lot of variability and flexibility and, you know, progress without pressure. So measuring the progress without putting all that extra pressure on you. Um, you know, the, the other benefits here are like blood pressure changes, body weight changes, BMI, glucose improvements, hba one c um, decreases in insulin levels. There was all this other cool stuff that came out of here, which is more along the lines of why we came to fasting, which was to get the weight off. And more importantly, improve our long-term health. So if there's any encouragement for me, Tommy, and then if there's anything you want to say to kind of land the plane as you do so eloquently, when I kind of get up in the air and don't, you know, <laughs> kind of just keep, keep going down these little rabbit holes. Um, it's, it's really that um, fasting allows you to regain control of your life at a time when so much is left out of outside of your control. And if you're struggling with the decisions or you're struggling with what to do, and that's why we created the fast start guide. Um, and you can just go to our website and download it for free, become part of our group, um, and just start asking more questions and keep the conversation going with us. And, and, you know, we'll help you along the way.
1: Yeah. I, I I think, I think the only thing I want to add to that is when I, when I reflect back to right before I started getting serious about fasting, um, versus now just, just what I didn't understand then was that I, I was keeping things so complicated. I was I was looking for the next little puzzle piece to put together to make the you know the the perfect solution to regaining my own health, losing the weight for good. Um, when when in fact the answer was right there in front of me. It was it was the simplification of it that was a, it was so simple that I had been missing it the whole time. I was almost I had almost been hesitant or scared to even try it and. And and once once I once I started once I just got started and saw just a couple of of wins quickly, then it all started to really just fit into place. So I, I think that's the only thing I wanted to add. Cool, love it, love it, love it, love it. So um, yeah, I uh,
0: I could really keep this conversation just going around kind of what the realization of what we've been through, you know, over the last twelve to fourteen months individually as a society. You know the different struggles and curveballs that we've had at us, but if you're, um, you've had some big life changes happen. You know, one of the, the easiest ways to to regain some of that control is simply, like you said, Tommy, just staying consistent and putting it in in a simple manner. So, um, go to our uh, yes. website, thefastingforlife.com. Download the fast start guide. Become part of our fasting for life community um, on Facebook. We've got our challenge coming up on March 18th. We're super excited to be doing more of these this year because the results have been incredible. And as always, uh, Tommy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate y'all's patience with our pivot last week, but we are back on track and we are ready to rock and roll.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Thank you. See you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to TheFastingForLife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free fast start guide to get started today.
0: Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.